0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 152 of Birds vs. Boys, the so far free agency offseason recap show. We took a week off last week. Aiden was on spring break at Philly's spring training, so excuse me. Uh, Aiden was in Florida. I was supposed to do an episode with somebody in the Cowboys universe that actually had to reschedule, and he will be coming up on a future episode very soon, but we are back. We are here and Aiden, since the last time you and I spoke, well, we speak every day, but on these (laughs) camera, on this airwaves, uh, a lot has happened between our two teams.
1: Oh, for sure. So I went on spring break. I went on vacation. I thought it was baseball season. So I got this new hat. I was all in and then it was just pure chaos that, you know, the Eagles, whole defense shifted i thought it was baseball season here we are talking eagles football again
0: um so like i said there's there's a lot that's happening in both teams i think we could start with philadelphia because i feel like the dominoes kind of started falling in philly first and then dallas kind of started getting involved um not only losing players but gaining players through trades and now Today finally signing some outside free agents. So let's start in Philadelphia if you're okay. Um yeah. and you can kind of lead us down the prim pathway, the, the yellow brick road, as you must, into <laughs> what is happening to the Eagles heading towards the 2023 season.
1: So I guess there's two ways to do it. In the first one being the CJ Gardner Johnson thing, because that's the most recent, and then just free agency overall. The Eagles definitely had more dominoes to fall. I know you mentioned that where they started to fall in Philly, then they fell for the Cowboys as well. There, One way or another, there was going to be movement for the Eagles. Yep. They were absolutely going to lose people. They were absolutely going to bring people back. So it was it was interesting who came back, who left. I think if, based on everybody's predictions, it, I think it was a total 180. When yeah. you really think about it, it was right. probably a total 180. I thought Grabiery Bradbury was the guy was everybody of, was sure. like, yeah, yeah. He was the number one. Like, yeah, he's out. Yeah. He was the num- first person back. He made it back for Slay did, and yep. he was under contract. Yep. So it was just like a, a crazy experience with the dominoes falling. But the most recent one, which was the key one was CJ Gardner Johnson, who is going to the lions. And I just think that free agency situation as a whole was interesting. Even if you're not an Eagles fan.
0: Yeah. It, it was kind of like, Watching dominoes fall in the safety, you know, like Donovan Wilson signed for the Cowboys and to a multi-year deal before Gardner Johnson. Jesse Bates goes to Atlanta. You Mm -hmm. see these dominoes falling and then you're like, all right, he's got to be the next domino to fall. He's going to land in Philly or maybe even Cincinnati now that they lost Jesse Bates. I could see him going there and then it kind of just like kept going. Yeah, it it was just a, a free fall. It was like at Hershey
1: Park, they have that Fahrenheit ride where you go ninety yep. degrees up in the air and ninety degrees down. It was yep. a total free fall in terms of the safety market, and I just think like it was a total misplay by him, his agency, and that's what led to that free fall. Because you were looking at it, like you mentioned, the the Cowboys brought Donovan Wilson back. There was safety movement around the league. Jesse Bates is a good safety. You signed with the Falcons. They were not getting big deals. They were not getting long-term deals. And it played out. The Eagles were very quick. You can always tell when the reports are like coming from the team itself. And they're like, yeah, here's, here's your quote unquote sources. Like you're getting yeah. it straight from the office because there were about six reports as soon as he signed with the Lions and every single report sounded around the same. It was like, we offered him a long-term deal. He didn't like it. We said, go out and find a better one. He did not. And then he ended up with the Lions. So that was always interesting to me is how this course of action played out, where it kind of they probably thought the same thing as the fan base. He was number one priority to bring back. And then all of a sudden he
0: wasn't. Uh, Well, I mean, kudos to him now, because according to CJC, he is on a more talented team. Which is hilarious to me. Uh,
1: the, the Lions and the Jaguars, ironically, because they've both been terrible franchises, are going to be the franchise Cinderella's this year. We're, we're doing our shows in August, and we're just chomping at the bit to talk about real football games. Those are the two teams that people are gonna be like, look out for these two teams. And then we get the playing, Jared and they are like, oh, 11. yeah, they have Jared Goff. And Trevor Lawrence is good, but it's like, yeah, he's not better than the Bengals with Burrow or yeah. the Mahomes, obviously, with the Chiefs. And i like, they'll, they'll be a good story. They'll be good. It's ridiculous to, you know, I don't know. I don't think they're in the same stratosphere, to be honest.
0: It really, it, it's fu- It's funny to me, too. Some of these, just like some of these Eagles players and now former Eagles players, like th- the drama on Twitter of tweeting stuff and then deleting them. And then even Hargraves now, I, I guess, I think it's probably in like the 49ers. Like as soon as, if you join the 49ers, you sign on your contract. they like, like you cult. have to say that we got screwed in the in the NFC championship game.
1: Yes. Even even players played that
0: played game. on the opposite side of that game.
1: Yes, correct. Him I get because I don't know I don't know what else you're supposed to say. Yeah. Like if the uh if the new press for your new team asked, like, hey, how do you think that <laughs> NFC championship game would have went? I would have been like, Brock We beat Purdy your and... ass down.
0: That's why you brought me here.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, that's actually a great answer. Be like, yeah, we destroyed your quarterback. That's why you gave me yeah. 84 million dollars. Hey, I'm <laughs> here. <laughs> I love uh Brock Purdy turning into Joe Burrow overnight like if he magically stays healthy this guy who started six games and was the, the last pick in the nfl draft was going to lead them to victory and lead them to the super bowl beat Mahomes. And he really could have lost to that parade too.
0: he didn't he didn't do anything against the cowboys they scored the cowboys 19 didn't... points they had yeah. one touchdown drive it's so it's you know they they usually could have lost that game if Dak prescott was competent yeah. and tony Pollard didn't break his leg they
1: didn't even play that well against the seahawks in the wild card round to be honest like i was watching that game i was like all right i feel better about myself
0: And every single person in the entire world, I guarantee even deep down in their souls, 49ers fans knew they weren't walking into the link and winning that game. No. Like we knew the outcome before the outcome, even if Purdy stayed healthy. It just gave you false hope. That's what it was. It was like, it's almost better that he got hurt for that fan base
1: because they're at least they can hold on to that what if. Because if yep. he would have played, they still would have lost, and there would have been no
0: what if. It would have been like, all right, this yeah, season. Now the that night. what if? Now God. you can at least
1: go into the offseason and be like, oh well, if our quarterback didn't get hurt, we'd be playing for a Super Bowl.
0: Well, guess what? Now your quarterback that got did get hurt, and he got Tommy John surgery, and you're not going to be seeing him anytime soon.
1: Yeah, and you don't know who your quarterback's going to be next year because your other quarterback broke his leg. So have fun.
0: And the other quarterback was sent to Las Vegas and now was uh, offered a lifetime of sex contract by a brothel in Vegas.
1: That is hilarious. I did not know that. So many storylines, that one got lost. I can see why, but it did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Handsome men. Yes. So, before we get way way off track, the free agency thing back to Gardner Johnson. I commend the Eagles for what they did where you can't get too attached to guys, you can't overpay when there is a core of guys that you absolutely have to pay. They did the same thing with Gardner Johnson that they did with Darius Slay. And they probably actually did it with Gardner Johnson first. We just didn't realize it. They're like, okay, here's our deal. They said no. They said, the Eagles said, okay, go out and find something better. And when the player and their agent did, nothing was there. And they're like, all right, well, now we'll work with you. We gave you the opportunity. You couldn't find anything. Our deal was the best on the table. They worked it out with slay Gardner Johnson took a short term one year deal, which is a completely stupid move on his part. And I can't really blame the Eagles. They had the best offer on the table and out of spite, he didn't take it. But that was the move to make. Don't compete against yourself. Don't overpay for no reason. You get, you gave them the offer. It's like shark tank. Here's the offer. Here's Uh the percentage of your business that we were buying into if you don't like it, go find some other shark to invest in it. And when no other shark invests in it, you can come back to us.
0: And I, I think the NFL told Gardner Johnson that you're not as good as you think you are. You played mm-hmm. over your head this year. You're not going to lead the league in interceptions next year. You're a good player. You're not great. I And I do think he's really, really good. Like, I think it's he's just, good. He's not great.
1: Yeah, He's not the well, best safety in the
0: league. He's not top I don't. I
1: don't think he's overrated. Because that's now the thing that's come out because of him tweeting about like, but also that was so weird because what Eagles fans were saying he was overrated. Mm -hmm. The report came out that the, that that is actually very funny. The Philly fans overrated him instead of saying he was overrated. Like the public perception of him versus the NFL reception of him is very different. Yeah, I I think, I think his wife was
0: overplayed this year. I really
1: do. And that's why the one-year deal is so odd because when are you ever going to be the league leader in interceptions even if after you're injured? If it weren't for your injury, you would have been all pro. You were on a defense that made it to the Super Bowl. You're really the only guy on the defense who played well and had notable moments in that game. When is your value ever going to be higher than this? He has to turn around and do this all again next offseason. Why? Is your value going to be higher than that? after a year with the lions, it's there's betting on yourself. And then there's, you know, hitting in blackjack when you're on
0: 19. And, and that's sort of the opposite of of what Donovan Wilson did, right? He's 28. He's starting to get a little bit older. He's had a history of injuries, but this past season, he played out of his mind, led the team in tackles, was a leader, not only vocally, but, but with his play. And that's what he did. He led it into a three year deal. Um, he wanted eight million a year. Apparently, during the combine, the Cowboys were willing to give him four, um, and they somehow came up and they they saw what they had in him. But you know, he probably could have done the same thing and went to the Lions on a one year deal or something. But he's like, no, you know what? I've gotten hurt in the past. I'm probably never going to play better than I did this year. Maybe the, maybe to the same par. But I need to capitalize capitalize on this right now, and he did.
1: Take the long-term security if you're a player it's like in a, in a league trip, that's very too. violent. South in a, a league where a you're coming year, off a last arena.
0: year. In Houston. Yeah. But I, that I think that also has to do with the draft class, which we will talk about later on, that this draft class, tight end-wise, is so super talented and deep that teams are not willing to pay that position, I think, right now.
1: There's a few positions that people are like, no,
0: <laughs> I can find mm-hmm. a guy in the
1: draft. So. Uh also I talked myself into Dalton Kincaid, by the way. Oh, I love him. Yeah, okay. We're on the same page. We're doing a mock draft Thursday. That'll well. drop on YouTube. I already talked myself into him.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean Mayor, <laughs> Kincaid, Laporta, Washington. I love them all.
1: He's on my uh not Georgia players I would draft list, mm-hmm. which obviously is a step below the Georgia players I would draft, and they have a tight end in that. And just, you know, it's always an automatic
0: plus two if you play at sure, Georgia. But I still like Tubby him. Tubby Carter, too. Yes. I mean, tell me you couldn't have done those drills faster. Oh, my God.
1: I I am at the point where he might actually drop to 10 to the Eagles, and I don't know if I want him, which breaks every law in my existence, which is draft championship players from Georgia. I only
0: have two rules in life, and those are that, and I might not take them. Maybe not cowards that cause car accidents and run away.
1: Yeah, but everything about this offseason, bad, 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 not good. But there are multiple positions, like you said, tight end, one of them being running back. Mm-hmm. So the Eagles signed Rashad Penny. Uh, our guy, Brandon Galton, put us out today. It just goes to show the value of the NFL running back in this era that they have $600,000 guaranteed locked into Rashad Penny, who was the league's leading rusher after week six last year, yep. has potential to lead the league in rushing, and you only had to commit $600,000. Part of that is, You can go get a running back in the third round, fourth round, fifth round, like they did with Kenny Gainwell, and they produce for you. And you don't have to financially commit, which you're in the same boat because the team released Zeke Elliott. And that is another position and running back where both of our teams are in this where our running backs are do a lot of money. And we're like, this just isn't a position where it's worth it to pay a lot of money.
0: Except they tagged a running back for $10 million while also releasing the other. I was, I, (laughs) but at least they didn't double their mistake after seeing the penny um, contract, after seeing even what Miles Sanders got all these, like, you know, six million, eight million. I was literally like, are they going to pull the tag? Like, seeing the market at running backs where they're paying, are you allowed to do that? Yeah, you can, you can pull the tag. They're, they're if up to if a certain you date. agree
1: to a contract, right? There's up to a certain date you have to agree to the contract, or else the tag's
0: stuck. Yep, and they can they can. I think it's right before the draft or something. They can they can pull the tag because they're they're staring down the barrel of a gun at a ten million dollar running back who they I think know that it's a one year ten million dollar deal, and then they're going to let him walk because they're going to draft and they're not going to give him a deal. Yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly. And it just makes too much sense to just repeat the process. Mm-hmm. We talked about it with the quarterback position and it's almost too extreme to do it. Where if you just recycle quarterbacks every four years so that you never had to pay the huge price tag on a quarterback, which is a little bit extreme, but it's not that
0: extreme at the running back position. You could just do that every three to four years, especially if you don't have a top five guy. If you don't have a top yes. five, six guy, why not? Draft exactly. a quarterback every year. Yeah.
1: Not just top, a not the top but not? like
0: drafted quarterback every year. You never know.
1: Yeah. Also, you can draft a running back at the fourth, fifth, sixth round, too. Mm-hmm. I did see the Eagles have Bajan Robinson in for uh, an official top oh, 30 man. meeting. He also has the same agent as Jalen Hurts. So that is a – they're not taking him at 10. It's just never going to happen. But if he's – fall, if it's free-falling like the way the running back market is and he's there and it's pick 30 and they're like, okay, we can trade down to 35 and still get him, then we might be talking about him
0: for sure. You think, what if he's sitting there at 25? Giants are on the clock. They're not going to take him. You think any chance they would trade up five spots to fuck the Cowboys and take them one spot ahead of them? No. <laughs> like, um.
1: <laughs> we, we just don't have enough. We This is going to lead in my next point perfectly, but we have to hit on draft picks yep. because we need cheap, inexpensive talent yep. to be good. And if we're trading draft picks to go up and get somebody – then we have less chances of that cheap ineffective or cheap inexpensive talent to help this roster. So I don't know if we're in a position to uh, to really trade up for a guy like that. Although yeah. it'd be cool, but it's yeah. just you know, it's it's the the prize wheel. You ever go to an arcade, mm-hmm. and you just have to tell yourself the arm of the crane is not as big as the toy. Yes, it never works. You're gonna put it right over that toy. And it's going to look like if you just go straight down, you're going to pull it up and you have it. It never works that way.
0: Just got to remember
1: that the crane arm is not as big as the toy. The
0: claw. It (laughs) Um, And that, that kind of leads me into another point with the Eagles is it's interesting. Some of the comments I'm hearing, like, and I, and I get it. They have young talent to, to fill in with Jordan Davis and Kobe Dean, but Losing two linebackers, losing Sayamalu, I mean, losing Gardner Johnson. Mm -hmm. Talent was lost. Yes, talent was kept in Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham and Kelsey and and Bradbury. But, I mean, you can't downplay the impact that some of these players you're losing had on this team. And it is going to hurt a little bit. It will. And this
1: is where you got to be true to yourself and true to what got you here with those guys. I am okay. I mean, it sucks when guys leave, and it sucks when you can't afford to keep everybody on a really talented team. But remember what got you here with those guys that left. Don't sign TJ Edwards to a three-year deal worth millions. Find the next TJ Edwards. He was an undrafted free agent that you signed who three years later led your team in tackles. Don't sign Javon Hargrave to an $84 million deal. You signed him to a three-year, $39 million deal he ascended into his prime with you and became the best defensive tackle on your team with Fletcher Cox. Don't re-sign an overpaid Chauncey Gardner Johnson. You got him 10 days before the season started mm-hmm. for a fourth round pick. Find the next Chauncey Gardner Johnson to bring on the roster. That's what got you here, is yep. because you drafted, you acquired well, you didn't give up a lot of compensation to do it, and you didn't overpay. You found all these guys. Do it again. Be the team who finds them. Don't be the team that overpays them.
0: And that's also why I'm loving what the Cowboys are doing this offseason.
1: And to wait till they sign Odell.
0: Not going to happen. No <laughs> chance.
1: None. Well, now yeah. I got Brandon Cooks. I guess we should talk about that. The most forgettable, like, talented person in the league. It's hilarious. You know he's never gone to the Pro Bowl. Really? I thought those times with the Saints he might have. When never. he was playing with Drew
0: Brees. Yep. He uh he has the most like 1100 yard seasons, like four of them, to and never has had and a pro Never world. made it. Wow.
1: He I is know. like the Danny Green back in his heyday of the NFL where it's like this why like, this guy's on a playoff roster and a championship roster every single year. He's never the most talented shooting guard in the league, but he's just always on like a championship team yep. and he's always yep. just cuz he's like productive. That's Brandon Cooks. He's it, always on a good team because everyone forgets how productive he is.
0: And it makes me so happy now that like we basically swapped Noah Brown for Brendan Cooks. It was Noah Brown's That's time with the Texans. Big upgrade. Thank you. <laughs> and and they got so I don't, I don't know if you remember the, the trade deadline last year, and we could just flow in and out with Cowboys Eagles here. I think this will, this will work. The, the Cowboys were very interested in Cooks at the deal, the deadline last year, and there was a deal almost done. Third round pick. Uh, compensation they, they had to figure out what the, the contract was and then Houston came back like a day later and was like alright so we're going to do the deal second round pick right we're going to go and the Cowboys are like hey, easy there we, we set a third round <laughs> pick and they're like well I think we're going to go with two and the Cowboys are like alright see you later big yeah, goals huh I don't blame well, them. We'll see you later and now <laughs> Houston came back like we will take a fifth and we will pay six million dollars which like, is crazy Thank you very much.
1: Yeah, that's a great deal too. I and forgot the restructured part people, of it.
0: And they went from having 10 million in cap space to 16 million that they currently have now.
1: I love this like Ponzi scheme that every team can run, like it's Wolf of Wall Street penny stock style, where you could just structure the contract. So, like a dollar of it is actually guaranteed yeah. salary and the rest is signing bonus. So, it doesn't count against your cap.
0: You imagine being that. I don't prior, know if that'll ever change, but give it give seems like the biggest loophole. Yeah. Yeah. And the player's like, all right, so you're just going to give me $10 million now? Where do I sign? Lucky.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I just get all of, all of his money right now in signing
0: bonus? Okay,
1: sign me up. Isn't that what you're supposed to do if you win the lottery? No, you yeah. have two options. It's like take the lump sum or just take it gradually over time. Yes. Are you supposed to take the lump sum?
0: Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. because you never know if the uh, lottery system is going to fold, and then you'll never get oh. your payments down the line.
1: Or my life would fold. I'd probably get hit by a bus two days after
0: I won. I would love for somebody to like, and I think I would actually pay not a lot of money, but like to, to enroll in a, in a like course that like a GM in the NFL taught about the salary cap. Yeah. And actually like, like a, like a, a eight week course, like a 90 minute class each week, once a week to like learn about these voidable years at the end of the contract where they can just like players not there anymore and they just kick the can down the road and how they these loopholes i would love to learn the intricacies of the salary cap While while other teams are like yeah it's not real
1: wait this is actually a great idea they have right? all these like development camps that you can go to learn as a player or you i'm pretty sure they even have coaching camps they yeah. should have gm camp Yes. And everyone can go and learn about the salary cap kind of, I, they should teach like that how- in
0: schools kind of like high schools should just teach you how to do taxes and not do your taxes instead of pre-calculus yeah rock is that's called a big one. magma
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i i don't know how to do my taxes not really sure what a 401k is but Sausage i know i you
0: called mesopotamia yeah <laughs> there
1: are certain things that no matter where you went to school you just remember those things yep. <laughs> that is one of them
0: but I still can't, still have to pay someone to do my taxes.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We don't teach. So add that to the list of things that they need to teach in the schools,
0: GM yes. school. Mm-hmm. I think that's actually but a really good idea. Be great. Maybe we can pitch, we can pitch some, all the GMs. Maybe Howie will come on and teach us. That would, he would be an
1: interesting one because he, the way he finagles, imagine his course like and him telling stories and then the next team i screwed over was the saints (laughs) you got great stories guess what i did it again and then guess what and then i got their first round pick what a bunch of idiots moral of the story lesson of the day don't be the saints because they're dumb
0: oh one (laughs) thing about that that i do need to say is that video of him and kelsey it took him entirely too long to get that alcohol bottle open
1: He's the biggest nerd in the world, which is probably why he's so good at the salary cap. Kelsey's I mean, he just didn't like, really, he, like yeah, he's like, all right, you' gonna open. It <laughs> it's just a funny moment. He's just such a nerd. It was like I think that was the first time he ever like took shots with somebody
0: hmm mm-hmm. um all right what what else about Philly?
1: um i just that i think i'm overall pretty confident in where they're at i I knew we were going to lose people but it's just the it's the next stage you got to find the next tj edwards it's probably nicobe dean um you got to find the next javon hargrave and just that this doesn't end this we're doing like the free agency recap round one this goes from now until august yeah Yeah. there's there's going to be some other guy who says you know what i don't want to play in cincinnati anymore i don't want to play in los angeles anymore the charge or the rams are a good one because they're just having yep. a fire sale on everybody yep. so find the find those next pieces you remember last year the first week we signed one person it was Sasan reddick which worked yep. out really well but all these guys came later so just figure it out also we have a ton of comp pick next year so you can use that ammo to trade up and get uh, what's
0: what the cowboys are doing they've traded two two oh. comp picks this year for for valuable starters but there you go there's little moves that the Eagles signed two other safeties that you never know. They're, yep. they're low risk, high, possibly reward. I mean, you sign a guy like greedy Williams too, to be what your fourth corner who could yeah. possibly develop into a CB two type role uh, on almost any other team. I mean, why not?
1: I was, that was, that's actually a very underrated move that it, like this, that's one of those moves where we don't talk about it now. And then week five, when Darius Slay strains his hamstring because he's 32 and Greedy Williams has to play, we're like, oh yeah, thank God that we did that move. It got so lost yep. in the C.J. Gardner-Johnson thing. It got so lost in free agency as a whole and James Bradbury coming back that thank goodness we signed a guy like Greedy Williams to back up and be who could be a starter in multiple places in the league and was with the Browns.
0: And it got and it got lost because it, it seemed like every single Eagles uh, move was like announced at like 2 in the morning.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like was. overnight deals. <laughs> it's uh, uh, yeah, the, the the Darius Slay one literally was an entire day marathon. Yeah, it was like, yep. all right, he's gone. All right, they didn't release him quite yet. And then by the nighttime, he had a long term extension. Hilarious. I love it, though. I love those like yep. 2 a.m. things where you wake up or you catch it before you go to sleep. I think I actually caught the Slay one before I went to sleep. And that's the best feeling. You're like, uh, oh, I was in this moment. Some of you missed yep. it, but I was here.
0: Yep, yep.
1: That's a great feeling. Also, Marcus Mariota's on the team eight years
0: later. Hey. Okay. Everything comes around. Full circle. Prophecy fulfilled. Time is a flat circle or something, they say. I don't know. I think that's, that's it. it. All right. So Dallas also having just, I mean, a phenomenal offseason, I would say, right now. Um, I do have to give my homage to Ezekiel Elliott. Um, I do see tons of people like Crying over this, and then other people are like, Oh, you know, he hasn't signed anywhere. Maybe they can bring him back on like a, a no, just it's over. People, I would see Zeke doing that. What coming back to Dallas, signing for real cheap. Yeah, yeah, just he likes being in Dallas. Like, no, like he's got to go somewhere where it's like a two system. Like, I don't know, I could see him. I tweeted this being a bangle, like he looks like a bangle to me, and he's good in pass pro. Like, that would be good for Joe Burrow, but like,
1: yeah, also Joe if- Nixon is just really. <laughs> Tr- almost bet him and John Morant are just like begging to get kicked out of the league. Oh yeah, But
0: that's, that's also if he's going to be on a team. Cause like, that's the other thing that sometimes fan bases have an issue with is like being real and being like, he's not Zeke anymore. Like he yep. hasn't been for three years. His okay. Everyone's like, well, that's cause he played through so many injuries. Yeah, I know. Like that's okay. Yeah. And that's because they beat <laughs> that him doesn't into make the it fucking better. ground. His first yeah. three seasons because they were trying to protect a young Dak Prescott. They also drafted him because they thought he was going to play with Tony Romo and Romo needed protection. They ran him into the ground. They did everything you're supposed to do to a rookie running back, except sign him to the next fucking deal. Like <laughs> you just run him into the ground for three, four years. And then guess what? Thank you. It should have happened yeah. four, or five, six years ago. Yeah.
1: Uh, he had a great tenure. As a running back, the, the shelf life is very small.
0: Especially for a guy who had a lot of calories in college, too.
1: <laughs> that, he had that's a lot true. of wear
0: and tear on him. Through. Yeah. So, and you watch videos of him his rookie year, like the, the Steelers game, where he broke that run up the middle to just ice the game. Like, he was different. He was completely different. And I will say, like, he grew up in Dallas, right? He matured, for sure, into a, you know, a team first guy, but he was a pain in the ass. Let's not be wrong. And he <laughs> held the team hostage. Everyone now forgets the Cabo thing and how he held the team hostage in training camp. And yep. he was running his drills on the beach while the team was in training camp and, you know, kind of forced them into this deal and a deal that, that hamstrung the team where they couldn't go out and get more talent around them. That mm-hmm. we saw what they had at, run, at wide receiver last year. And no one can tell me that the Zeke deal didn't have to play in that. Cause it did
1: isn't it crazy how the giants are just like doing what the Cowboys did three years ago where they're now all their money is tied up in one quarterback and one running back. And you, then you're like, Oh, why can't we get a team around these two guys? It's like, well, you spent all your money on them.
0: Yeah, now you don't right. have
1: anywhere else to spend your money. Yep.
0: Well, and now that's, that's like the, the Cowboys issues. Cause if they don't restructure or well, they restructure, if they don't extend Dak um, I think within two years, he's going to have like a $68 million cap hit one season. So that can't happen. That is, we got to learn that in GM school. Yes, we yes, do. When we're too.
1: pushing all these dummy years down the line, how do we avoid the year where there's $68 million guaranteed? Yes, yeah. that seems like a very key lesson that we might not want to skip class that
0: day. So question, um, how do we yeah. make sure that, that never happens, right? That Professor. one, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one. Can I, can you can see I have the laser pointer? Million at the end of this contract, how do we get out of that? <laughs> how, do, how do I make sure that uh that one right up there that never happens yeah right there, i don't ever want that
1: that's the last lesson of the class yes it's like the beating the last pokemon trainer in in pokemon and it's like your arch rival you're yep. like oh, all my pokemon are dead how am i supposed to beat you how am i supposed to get out of the 16 million dollar
0: deal <laughs> oh you don't um all right so goodbye zeke i mean it. it we saw it coming right so all uh, Along with Zeke, some of the other guys that that the Cowboys have lost. Um, Obviously, Connor McGovern, the guard, left. uh, He went to the Bills. I think it was a deal probably that was a little bit rich for for my blood. So I wish him nothing but the luck. But the best, Luke Gifford, special teams ace. Uh, They are going to miss him on special teams. But he was um, also in line to possibly be a starter uh, caliber linebacker. So uh, he joins Tennessee. Noah Brown. To the Texans, and then also Dalton Schultz to the Texans. So the Texans want to be the Cowboys so fucking bad. And then Ezekiel Elliott has not has not signed. Um, guys that are returning: Tony Pollard that we talked about, he is on the uh, franchise tag. Terrence Steele, the right tackle, one of the best run blocking tight uh, right tackles in the game. He was a restricted free agent coming off ACL surgery. He will be back as well. Uh, Donovan Wilson, we talked about, gets his three-year deal. They keep that three-headed monster at safety um, with J-Ron Malik Hooker, and Donovan Wilson. It seemed, Aiden, that everyone, fans, coaches, players, were all going to bat for Donovan Wilson. He is the tone setter. Um, he kind of plays that little linebacker-ish role too. So I was really happy to see like him that. come back.
1: That is good. Um there's certain, th- like, those are one of those guys where you don't know the value because we don't get let in the facility every day. You know, like, I think there's guys on every team where they probably stand out at practice in the locker room, all these places. And that's the part that we don't know.
0: Yep. It is. It is. I think he was, he is one of those, those big time locker room guys. And this kind of goes hand in hand with the Leighton Vanderesh resigning because a lot of guys were like, listen, you have these two guys. I think it it the pecking order of what I was hearing was Donovan Wilson, Leighton Van Der Esch, and then Bobby Wagner. Um, they weren't going to get, you know, they didn't think they were going to be able to get Donovan Wilson and Leighton Van Der Esch both back, uh, but they were. So we also saw, obviously Leighton Van Der Esch has a history of injuries, but we also saw... What happened to this defense when he was out with that next singer uh-huh. at the end of the season? Not he's the guy that gets everybody lined up. His IQ of football is just off the charts. And he was playing much better this past season than he had the seasons before. So hopefully he stays it's healthy. healthy. Until oh yeah. the end. that's 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 the biggest part. And then they brought back um CJ uh CJ Goodwin, another special teams guy. Um their backup quarterback, Cooper Rush. Is back. Yeah. I mean, he's five and one as a starter. I mean, why not? They got him on a cheap deal. I mean, I don't think you're going to get anybody better than that. And then they bring back Rico Datil, uh, the running back who is going to compete with Malik Davis probably for that RB two, RB three spot. And then a little bit of an underrated re signing was Dante Fowler. Um, I'm really happy to see him back. His speed yeah. off the edge when he only has to get you know like twenty. Rushes a game. I mean, he, he had eight sacks last year. I'll take that all day long That's for a cheap team
1: Definition of a specialist. He that is what he get after the quarterback. You have twenty to twenty-five snaps to do it. A yep. lot of it's on third and eight. Yep. Get there. Yep. Does it well. One hundred percent
0: That's a great um, sign. We we talked about the the trade for Brandon Cooks, which we also I think both like for this team. He is yep. uh I think he's a good he's a good fit. The only thing I'm a little worried about is and we'll we'll see how this if works he starts out.
1: running in circles like he did in the Super Bowl, and Malcolm Jenkins almost killed him.
0: God, please no! Um, he runs a lot <laughs> of slants, which we know Mike McCarthy loves to run, and they're, I think that's going to help out Dak a lot. But the one, if there's only one knock on him, is uh, he has a little bit of issues sometimes playing against zone. Oh, and that's I where Dak. I say issues. the
1: fact that he almost gets killed half the time.
0: No, no well. He doesn't, though. He wiggles by. But that's where Dak has issues, too. I mean, uh, we all know that Uh-oh. that's where. So we'll see. We'll see what happens there. But I don't think he's just that, like, guy you're just going to have run go routes. He can stretch the, the defense. His speed is still there. Um, so I'm, I'm excited about that addition. I am super excited about the other trade that they made for Stefan Gilmore, only giving up a five. Um, yeah. I He was – he's making, I think – like the 14th highest cornerback money this year, which I'll take all day for a guy like him across from Trayvon Diggs. He upgrades that CB2 spot. You're going to get uh, – you can push Bland back into the slot. You have Israel McQuamble. You're going to get Jordan Lewis back. You have the three-headed monster at safety. Everybody says what a great locker room guy he is, how much he wants to win one another ring. I think he is the perfect addition. I think it's a better – signing then people wanted patrick peterson here i think he's a better player than patrick peterson we saw last year he can still get the ball he did it against dallas he picked off Dak in that game so i i think those are two savvy moves moves that are that are smart strategic and they only had to give up fifth round comp picks
1: also Stephon Gilmore may be past the prime that he was in with the Patriots, but past his prime, Stephon Gilmore is still quite the upgrade over whatever you wanted to call the Cowboys' CV 2 position last year, right? So it's just like you upgraded your team, and you didn't have to do much to do it. And you look at it and you're like, oh well, it's not. It might not be Stephon Gilmore CB1 in the league that he was with the Patriots, but it's like you still upgraded.
0: And guess what? You have Trayvon Diggs on the other side. So he doesn't need to yeah. be number one, number one. So, I mean, if teams are then going to have to be forced to throw at Diggs, I mean, maybe those those interception numbers goes up. Who knows? I mean, I, if a guy like Dan Quinn wants him, I'm, I'm good with it.
1: I'll tell you what. As somebody who now finally has two cornerbacks you can rely on, because I've been through a lot of years where we barely had one, it's very nice when they can't target one side of the field. Yes. <laughs> when yes. they can't go one side or the other. And yep. they just have to pick their poison. It is a much more enjoyable viewing experience yes. when someone's not being picked on. Yes.
0: Yes. Yes. And then we'll round out so far. They they signed Ronald Jones, the running back who, you know, USC former running back. He was with Tampa. He was with the Chiefs. I mean, I don't doesn't really That's mean a, much to me. I think he's gonna no. be a competition piece for Rico Dowdle and uh, Malik Davis, I think probably only one of those three will make the team, and they're also going to draft a running back. And then uh, yeah. Chuma Ukwama, the offensive guard slash offensive tackle, used to play for the Jets, play for the Falcons, um, just a, a an O-line depth piece. But everything that they've done so far, and just like you said with the Eagles, I don't think the Cowboys are done yet. Are they going to dive into the Bobby Wagner sweepstakes? I hope so. I would love them to, but I don't I don't think so. They're, they're out on DeAndre Hopkins now. They're not going to sign Odell Beckham. They've done smart moves the dream is dead. that made this team better. But what they've also done is now put them in themselves in the position to go draft and draft best players available. They are not hamstrung that they have to go corner one. They have to go offensive line one. They have to go receiver one. No. Who's there? It's the best player. If if Bijan Robinson is. They're at their 26 and he's their best player available, draft him. If Michael Mayer's there, he's your best player available, draft him. If the, the tackle from Oklahoma is there and he's your best player, draft him. If you have the the, the big-ass defensive tackle, uh, Mizo from Michigan, and he's your best player available, draft him. Draft best player available. You. This is exactly what I want my front office to do. I don't know if finally the Wi-Fi and the cell phones – on the yacht in Cozumel worked this year, but I'm very happy.
1: It's a fantastic system, right? Usually works. It's
0: pretty a well. pretty
1: foolproof system yeah. when you do
0: it right. Yep. yep. Welcome yep. to the new age. And here are the New York Giants giving forty-five million dollars to Daniel Jones. <sighs> yeah. Godspeed. And the Commanders.
1: Did they do, do anything?
0: They signed Jacoby. They might Brissette. sell our team. Jacoby Brissett oh yeah i mean the, him sure. and sam Howell. they uh they lost cole holcomb their linebacker which i think is going to be a big loss him, and they gave uh what's his name stupid money uh deron Payne. oh
1: deron Payne. yep like stupid <laughs> well best of luck to them
0: yep and i gotta give a shout out to my guy mike mcglinchey 87 and a half million dollars 50 million guarantee oh, for the the broncos yeah. i mean yes what a good guy! Too. I, he told me. I hope he so. he told me in the gym two weeks ago that he was not going back to the Niners, but he would not tell me where. He said a couple teams were in the mix, but I guarantee you he already knew what the deal was before.
1: She, um, we got to see if we can get him on the show. Yeah, that'll yeah, be our biggest that. guest
0: in history. Surprise, Besides surprise! Me. He hasn't been back to Edge Fitness <laughs> since signing an eighty-seven and a half million dollar deal, but
1: probably looking at okay. houses in Denver. Yeah, it's Brian just Real hilarious
0: out there, man. I'm like, you're just oh yeah i would love to that's a spot i would love to go it's on my book yeah i
1: know have you? i feel like you've been everywhere no haven't never been
0: no been. no 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 yeah no,
1: no.
0: but yeah i i i would say you know we both have lost players like you said the i think the Eagles went into this offseason front office staff coaching staff uh players knowing that there was going to be subtractions. But mm-hmm. if you make smart additions, and then on top of your smart additions, you already have a couple plans in place from last draft, it's just that cycle. Like it's, yes, yeah. okay. There may be a learning curve with Nicobe Dean a little bit. There may be a learning curve with Jordan Davis. a Jordan Davis. But guess what? You still have Fletcher Cox next to him to continue to teach him. You still have Brandon Graham there. You still have Jason Kelsey there. So it. I mean, cause, cause now what do you figure is cam Jurgens going to play guard?
1: I believe so. I think he's going to be guard. He probably is the best option for it, but I don't really know until we get done with the draft, what they're going to yep. do. Yep. So, but I would assume that that is the plan. And I'm almost pretty convinced that Jeff Stoutland could turn me into an offensive guard yes. who
0: was successful. In the end of the yep. Road. 100%. So I, I, you know, you have two first-round picks. We're at twenty-six, and then have, you know, still seven picks left throughout the draft. So I think both teams are, are right now. I think getting B plus A minus. Yeah. On their off seasons.
1: Yeah. It be like I. This is my whole theme: be the team that makes smart moves and develops guys. Don't be the splash guy. Yeah. The splash guy. The splash guy wins in March. The yep. develop guy wins in January and February when yep. you want to win. We're yep. doing smart things. And that might not mean being the, the big press headline team in March. And that's okay.
0: You don't need to we sign. were the big
1: press headline team by people leap.
0: Yep. And I mean, I you know, I think everybody thought when the sleigh news came out, like, oh, because it was before did Bradbury sign? Bradbury signed before that, though, Bradbury right? signed before him. Yep. So they're like, all right, well, this is it. Now they're definitely going to let Slay go, and then they're going to draft a corner at 10. Never and then released I- him. <laughs> hey, it's, it's, you know, it's kind of like uh, what Aaron Rodgers say, lose my number. That's oh. what Howie Roseman's saying to those guys. I
1: wish America could lose Aaron Rodgers' number. I, so there's no
0: story I care about less. I I hope he withers away and just dies in the Jets. <laughs> Or or not not literally dies, his career dies.
1: Career, yeah. Knowing the Jets, yep. it's likely.
0: I and it, it's it's so funny, like he's just such an arrogant fuck. And like on Pat McAfee, when they're asking about the list of demands, he's like, Is that real? Like, you really think that's real? And I'm like, Yeah, yeah, I do. Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, that would check out with like everything that we know about you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's I just like
1: I don't care. It's it's the Charlie Kelly. It's always anything. He's like, oh my god, I don't care.
0: He's sitting there. He's like, I'm the best player in franchise history. I'm like, oh god, just like, yeah. okay. I I'm just,
1: know. I'm done with it. I don't, I don't want to hear about it. I don't care. Yeah, well, got picked off by he didn't your, chip twice. He didn't
0: break your heart, fucking nineteen times in the playoffs.
1: He did not. No, he did break my heart in the playoffs though. Mike Vick here. We were in yeah, the Kelly true. Green uniforms first game, and then we lost them in the playoffs too. So technically, yeah. he got both of us.
0: He did. He did. Oh, well. So um, we are going to focus more heavily on the draft. We're doing two shows this week. So if you're listening or watching on our YouTube page, look out for our draft-centric episode that's going to come out. should be dropping on Friday where we talk more of what the Eagles and the Cowboys are going to do heading towards the draft after these free agent moves that we've been talking about. And mock draft 4.0? 4.
1: 4, yeah, because we started on 0.0. 0.
0: Um, and so also it's fifth mock draft, but it's 4.0, but it's 4.0 it and then sense. make sure you follow us on Twitter at birds versus boys pod and everywhere um, we give out on our, on our Instagram, because we are going to be putting together a live stream for the first round of the draft that Thursday night. Um, we've done it in the past pre COVID and we are coming back. And Hey, the last time we were together for the draft, the Cowboys got Micah Parsons and you got Devonte Smith. So what could go worked wrong? out pretty well?
1: Yeah. Worked out pretty well last time we did a draft special.
0: And the Giants got Kadarius Tony, who in the end yep. came back to kill you. But
1: yeah, I guess it was a good pick in the end, just <laughs> not for them.
0: <laughs> All right. So thank you for listening. Thank you for watching on our YouTube page. Please tell your friends, tell your family. We are so close to 400. Um, do it. 385, I think we're at. I mean,
1: 386. Yeah. Somebody must have unfollowed us, unsubscribed. Mm, loser. Losers.
0: Mm. Losers. But listen. We look at these other pages sometimes, and we're like, "1.4k, 13k, what do we do?" We we came up with GM School, okay. This is our
1: this is our big brain idea. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let us have it.
0: Mm -hmm. So come hit subscribe, like, follow, retweet, do all the things, okay. And we will also be having a special TikTok based around the draft coming out on Friday. So. We will be back.